with Declan Meehan. East Coast FM. Okay, there you are, having a nice little sleep and uh, you wake up at five o'clock in the morning. Why? Because your dog starts barking. Or your cat wants to be fed. Let's talk to Pete Weatherburn. Pete the vet. Hi, Pete. Good morning, Declan. Good morning to you. Well, what's the body clock of animals, anyway? Is it um, just to go with uh, darkness and light, or just when they feel like it? Well, it's probably a combination of those things, I guess. Um, luckily, most pets do learn to adapt to our own body clocks. And so, you know, um, as long as we do things right, they will sleep around the same times as ourselves. And so most people will find that they don't get disturbed by their, by their animals' activities. But there are particular occasions when it can be really, really annoying, such as, as you said, the dog barking at five in the morning or even earlier sometimes, or, or a cat yowling at, the, at your bedroom door um, you know, when, when, when you're trying to get sleep at, at, at half five or something. It does happen, and, and um, often people react in the, in the wrong way and they just in, accidentally encourage their pets to, to do this, and that's really what you want to avoid. Right. And so uh, how does that happen, that they encourage the pets? Mm. Well, basically, simple rule is that behaviour that is rewarded tends to be encouraged. And so what they do, what people do is they accidentally reward their pet. So if this cat yowls at half five, you get up and you feed them. And all that you've done by doing that is you, you're saying to them, it's good to get up at half five and yowl because you'll be fed. <laughs> so, <laughs> or indeed, your, your barking dog, your barking dog, you, you, go to, you, you hear them bark a couple of times, and you rush down there and you say, what's up? And you give them exactly what they want. And if you do that, then you, 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 you just mean, you make it much more likely they're going to do it again. Mm, but it could be an intruder. So you're sort of caught, mm. aren't you? <laughs> well, so, so the truth is that there's a balance which is quite a difficult balance to negotiate. And so the balance means not reacting immediately um, and, um, you know, so, so not rewarding them for, for instantaneous quick behaviour. So that does mean being aware of them, which you can't avoid because they're noisy, but not immediately rushing down to change things. That's the first thing. And I think the second thing is you give them some time, but you don't give them too much time and also obviously there's individual interpretation if your dog is barking furiously um with urgency in their voice if you like well then I, of course it does suggest that something significant happening and I, and I would go and address that immediately see what's going on um but otherwise it's a case of giving them some time but perhaps not too much time mm. why do they bark yeah so basically dogs have been bred over thousands of years as early warning systems. So one of the reasons why people like to have dogs is that they have got more sensitive hearing than we do and a more sensitive smell. So they'll often pick up on strange things sooner than we do. And I saw that for myself when I was doing some volunteer work in the slums of Delhi. And people didn't keep dogs in their houses as pets. But what they did do is they had street dogs who were just out and about. And when I talked to people why they liked having the street dogs around, because it was clear that they appreciated them, they said, well, they're great early warning systems. So if, if in the slum even, there's um, some stranger walking down the street in the early hours, the dogs bark. And by barking, they alert people, and it just provides extra security in, in the, even that kind of fairly, um, you know, un- less organized kind of environment where, where, where there's less, there are less locked doors and 
less general security. Um, dogs um, are very good at providing, if you like, a first line of, of a warning system. And so that's, we've bred dogs to do that, and we like it when they do that. Um, it, you know, it's, it's a good thing. The problem is when it happens inappropriately. So what happens in the early hours of the morning? Well, dogs don't generally just wake for no reason. Usually there is something happening. So it could be a burglar, and obviously that would be what you might expect if there's this sudden intense burst of agitated barking. Or it could be something much less sinister, such as a fox walking past the back door or a, or a hedgehog rustling as it, as it was down the garden path. Or it could be a, an airplane flying overhead. There's lots and lots of possible reasons. It could be a, a milk delivery van in the early hours. Um, so when you're trying to work out what it is, I think you need to kind of do a, a kind of survey of, of, of the possibilities in your immediate area as to which one of these it could be. Um, and sometimes that's enough because you can take measures to to stop your dog waking up. And the best example would be simply leaving a radio on so that some of the background noise is drowned out. Mm. Um, there are people who live next door to dogs, and this has gone, as you know, uh, over the years with uh, neighbours who've fallen out over this and looking for mm. action and the council getting involved and all sorts of things. But if mm. you... If you live beside a house that has a particularly yappy dog, um, what, what can you do? Well, I think communication is the really important thing here. In that, you know, because you can go around feeling really irritated by this yappy dog and your neighbour may have no idea that, that it's bothering you. Um, so certainly letting them know and starting with a friendly conversation and then perhaps moving on to writing them a letter saying, look, you really need to take some action before you go to the level of... Um, of writing to the council because that is the next that is the ultimate thing is you make an official noise complaint to the council uh, and then you know other action will be taken and if you're um, a dog owner who, who if you if your neighbour does complain to you about your, your dog making noise then you do need to take action and um, you then would need to move from the simple radio radio being left on to you might actually move where your dog sleeps so if, if they sleep in a in a room with a with a window where they can hear noise from the outside, you might move them to, for example, a, um, an area under the stairs, which is more isolated from, from surrounding sounds and also from, from the light of the, the, do- the, the, the early day and, you know, basically somewhere where they're more likely to be left um, in, in silence and peace to sleep for longer. And also you can do other things such as have a pheromone diffuser, you plug it into the wall and it produces an odourless vapour that makes dogs feel calmer and more reassured. And then ultimately, if, if, if the dog still is waking up, the next thing will be to talk to your vet. And sometimes they have the equivalent, I suppose, of sleeping tablets for dogs that help them just um, get more solid sleep and be less disturbed during the night time. Um, but these have to be prescribed with some care. The best use of them is simply to break a bad habit. Some dogs just develop a bad habit of waking in the early hours, and medication can help get over that. By the way, there's one extra tip I'd suggest because a lot of older dogs do start to um, they develop a bit of cognitive disorder, a bit like early dementia, and they do become agitated at different times because of that. And one tip that I came across was to leave a nightlight on beside your dog's bed. Um, I, I remember one dog, one 15-year-old greyhound that suddenly started to bark at night, and we couldn't work out why. We ended up trying leaving on a little light for them, and the dog slept right through the night after that. So it seems that the dog was waking up in darkness, and with their cognitive disorder they started to feel very confused and agitated. So once there was a light on and they could see what their surroundings were, that helped them settle immediately.
All right, okay. But the annoyance is in the ear of the beholder, I suppose. It sure is. And, and I guess that would take you to another possible answer, <laughs> which is earplugs to block the sound out okay. for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Why should I do it? I'm living in my house. Why can't they just control their dog? Yeah, okay. Mm. All right, and uh, don't feed the cat, just to finish on, on the moggies. Yeah, yes, um, make sure your cat's full at, at, at the end of the evening, and then just don't feed them in the morning, just don't <laughs> give up. Once you're, don't give in to them. And the worst thing is you can do is wait for half an hour of them meowing, and then give in, because then all, they, all he's done is teach them, well, I need to meow for a really long time <laughs> to get what I want. <laughs> oh, didn't they really the battle own... Of wills, they, battle of wills, battle of wills. They own the place, don't they? There you go. <laughs> All right, Pete, good to talk to you. Thanks very much indeed. That's Thank Pete, you, Declan. Pete Weatherburn from Bray Vet in Bray and Old Connor Avenue there and his website, petethevet.com.